the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. Alabama has become the latest state to pass a law blocking puberty blockers and gender transition surgeries for minors. Yeah, Alabama Governor Kay Ivey signed legislation to outlaw puberty-blocking medications for minors. The bill makes it a felony, punishable by up to 10 years in prison to prescribe puberty blockers or or hormones, pardon me, puberty blockers or hormones to transgender people under age 19. The bill also prohibits gender transition surgeries, although doctors told lawmakers those are generally not done on minors. Well, they are done in some states and even in some countries. Now, the liberal left is flipping out. These poor children will not be able to get the treatment that they need. Well, there are 12-year-olds that need puberty blockers and hormone treatment because they are locked in the wrong body, and they can't even make a choice about their own body and their own future. The liberal left is screaming that you can't give puberty blockers to minors. It is now illegal in the state of Alabama and a couple of other states as well. Now, I have another story And it would seem that this story has absolutely nothing to do with what just happened in Alabama with this new law. And it's a tragic story out of Florida. Three teenagers got together recently, and they got a a bulletproof vest, body armor. I have no idea where they got it. The story doesn't tell me. I'm sure that uh, they know where. But all I know is three teenagers got together recently down in Florida. Somehow, they got their hands on a bulletproof vest and a 9 millimeter pistol. These are teenagers. And they thought, wow, this is body armor. This is a bulletproof vest. Wouldn't it be fun to shoot each other with a 9mm pistol while wearing this vest? Who wants to be first? One of the kids, I think he was um, uh, 16 or 17. There were two, well, 17s, 16. There were, there were three of them, two 17-year-olds and a 16-year-old. The 16-year-old volunteered. Go, do it. He puts on the bulletproof vest. One of the other kids 
gets the 9-millimeter pistol and shoots him five times. The 16-year-old boy is now dead. Um, they called the squad. One of the bullets penetrated or whatever. Called the squad. The 16-year-old boy died at a local hospital. Uh, one of the 17-year-olds has been charged with uh, murder. Uh, the other as an accomplice, and they're pointing their fingers at each other, the two 17-year-olds going, I didn't do it, he did. No, I, I didn't do it, he did. But anyway, tragic. A 16-year-old boy is dead because they thought it would be fun to shoot each other with a 9 millimeter pistol while wearing a bulletproof vest. Now, what in the world does that have to do with Governor Kay Ivey in Alabama signing a law making it illegal to give puberty blockers or sex transition surgery to minors? Teenagers do not possess the mentality, the mental maturity, the intellectual maturity, the psychological maturity. Teenagers do not possess the maturity to make decisions that will impact them for the rest of of their life. Teenagers do stupid things. We know that the human brain is not fully mature until 25. And yet the liberal left, including the President of the United States, and I am sorry for continuing to harp on that, but it's true, just last week, President Joe Biden said, we're going to stand for transgender rights for children. Teenagers, children, do not have the maturity to make these kind of decisions. Teenagers do dumb, stupid things. I did dumb, stupid things when I was a teenager. My my buddy and I dug a kind of a pit behind his garage. He had a real tall garage, and we dug down, I don't know, three, four feet and then we made the dirt real loose, and we threw the dirt back into the hole, and we jumped off the roof into the pit. Fortunately, we didn't break anything. But it was so dumb. When I first got my driver's license, I did some really dumb things. Praise God. God protected me and those that were around me. But I did some really dumb things. Me and a couple of buddies went up into the mountains in California up by Big Bear Lake. We had no experience in navigation, hiking, whatever. And we took off just walking into the forest, and we got so lost. We were so lost. Had no idea where we were. We could have been in there for days. We could have died. Fortunately, God had mercy on us. 
And we found a road, and finally a car came by, and we found our, the car where we were. Did stupid things. All teenagers. Adults do stupid things, but teenagers especially do dumb, stupid things. There's a 16-year-old dead. Because he and the two 17-year-olds did not possess the maturity to realize, you know, shooting each other with a 9mm pistol is probably not a good thing. They're immature. That's part of being a child, is growing, maturing, and learning from your mistakes. But when we're talking about puberty blockers for kids that are 10 years old, 11 years old, 12 years old, 13 years old, 14 years old, there is not a 13-year-old on planet Earth that possesses the maturity to make a decision that will impact them for the rest of their lives. Not one. And it is the height of irresponsibility for adults to allow them to make that decision. A doctor that assists a 13-year-old in making life-changing decisions about their sexuality, their gender, should never practice medicine another day in their life. They should be banned for the rest of their lives for ever practicing medicine. And so there are a handful of states around the country that have enough common sense and enough courage to say, you know what? This really is child abuse. And we're not going to allow it in our state. We don't care what the left says. We don't care what the president says. We don't care what the professionals say. It's not going to happen here in our state. We are not going to allow our children to be abused. And then when that position is taken, which is the right position, the liberal left says, you're intolerant. You're fanatics. You're homophobes. You're afraid of trans people. No, we're the ones that have common sense and really care about children. We care more about children than the liberal left, the woke agenda, or to be politically correct, or the next election. It is, it is amazing what is happening today to hurt and to harm our children. And if you stand up against it, you are the nut job. You are the fanatic. And all you're doing is saying, no, 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 this is harmful to kids and we're not going to tolerate it. God bless Governor Ivy down in Alabama. God bless those legislators across America. God bless Governor DeSantis down in Florida saying, we're not going to allow our children to have their innocence stolen 
when they're in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade, we're not going to allow it to happen. Uh-uh, nope, not here. We don't care what the liberals say. It's not happening in our state. God bless those legislators here in Ohio that are saying, it's not going to happen here. God bless them. They will be ridiculed. They will be made fun of. They will be roasted in the press. They will be portrayed as wild-eyed, crazy fanatics. That's okay. They're the ones that are really caring for children. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Okay, you're going to think this is a uh, parody, satire, uh, but it's a, it is a real story. And, uh, you know, there are certain little principles, sayings that I use all the time that I hope that in time they will become a part of your thinking process. One of them is when you begin traveling down a road, okay, if you're a regular listener, you know the rest. When you begin traveling down a particular road, don't look where it will take you in a mile or 10 miles or even 50 miles or maybe even 100 miles. Look at where that road will take you in a 1,000 or 5,000 miles, because when you're talking about ideology, when you're talking about morality, when you begin traveling down a particular road, it is extremely difficult, sometimes almost impossible, to make a U-turn. When you begin redefining marriage and you start walking down that road— There's no place to stop. You will continue to reevaluate, redefine in the most bizarre ways imaginable, eventually. When you begin redefining gender, sexuality, when you begin walking down that road, you uh, might not be a, you might be a male, you might be a female, you might not be, you don't know. You can change, it's whatever you identify with. You can identify as a man one day and a female the next day. Once you begin traveling down that road, that you can be anything you think you are, where does that end? This is a real story. It's not made up. It's not from the Babylon Bee. It is not from the Onion. A 36-year-old convicted killer, his name Sophie Eastwood. Well, he used to be known as Daniel. And while in prison, and this is happening more and more and more often, male inmates are beginning to identify as females so they can get transferred to a female prison. Now, just think. What man wouldn't want to be transferred to a female prison? And in some states like California... All you have to do is say, I feel pretty. I feel like a woman, and I'm not comfortable here in this men's prison anymore. I'm going to be in a female prison. 
And in California, that's all you have to do. You don't have to be certified by a doctor. You don't have to be on hormone treatments, nothing. All you have to do is say, I want to identify as a woman. Well, anyway, this this convicted killer uh, was a male and then transitioned to a female. Now, not biologically, anatomically, just identity-wise. And so he was transferred to a female prison, and his name was changed from Daniel to Sophie. Okay. Fast forward to today, and this is where this is so bizarre, so crazy, so outrageous, but it's true. This man, who now identifies as a woman, has informed prison officials that he, who was identifying as a she, now identifies as a baby and is demanding diapers and baby food from the prison staff. She said, Bob, that's ridiculous. Yes, it is. But it's also true. Now, are they going to give this individual diapers and baby food? I don't know. The story doesn't tell me. But why not? If you can be whatever you identify as, I mean, the differences between male and female? Enormous! So if a male can just simply say the words, I am now a woman, is it really that much more bizarre to say, I am now a baby? Feed me, burp me, change my diaper? Again, most of you are saying, Bob, that is, that's crazy. Yes, it is. But once you start traveling down that road, this kind of nonsense is where it leads. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 